Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode of Beyond the Shadows. I'm author and ghost story, and Mike Ricksecker. With me is Shauna Wankel, chat shenanigator from Edge of the Rabbit Hole, and a fantastic writer in her own right. Wow, that sounds a lot like the Inside the Upside Down intro. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, we have switched from being Inside the Upside Down to Beyond the Shadows, and if you want to know the reasons, well... Just listen to the Beyond the Shadows podcast or even watch our uh, last Inside the Upside Down episode. You get all those details as to what's going on. But what's really important right now is to get to the show, Haunted Religious Relics of Ireland. We have very special guests with us this evening. Yes, we have guests on this show. And that is Vanessa Hogle from Edge of the Rabbit Hole and Gwen Clapper, Beyond Perceptions. <laughs> investigations so both of you and you are out there in ireland recording hidden gems documentary so tell us what's going on this was a pretty cool adventure that a lot of people followed you and uh you know we're vicariously living through you <laughs> we're vicariously living through us too um <laughs> we had a dream gwen and i talked about this for what a year or and more probably a little yeah. bit yeah, more than a year. Um, and we had th this vision of what we wanted to do in regards to a, a documentary based on locations that, that we were aware of in Ireland. And we have, um, we have close friends that live there that were able to sponsor us and set up these locations. Um, trials and tribulations getting there. Uh, <laughs> trials and tribulations with the rental car. Some locations we didn't get to go to due to lack of transport. This time. This time. You guys seem to have travel issues. Anytime we're <laughs> meant, ask Gwen, anytime we're meant to do an extremely important investigation, everything in the universe tries to go against us. From, and that's and when we know it's yeah. amazing. From canceled flights to tires new tires sidewalls blowing out trying oh, wow. to get to the airport yeah it's it's been crazy yeah to, to uh to complete foo bars with the rental car but here's the kicker this is the funny thing every time that happens it seems to set us on the path we're supposed to be on well that's and good. that is yes that is what happened this trip had we had everything have turned out exactly as it was supposed to we would have missed out on some amazing locations. Oh yeah, personal experiences, um, footage. We have absolutely no explanation for none. <laughs> there right. is want to debunk. <laughs> oh, honey, yeah, there's there's stuff that there is no way to debunk it. There just isn't, and um, and I don't think. That had we have been, and I know, keep in mind, the other thing, uh, the person, uh, Mike Phillips, that was supposed to be investigating with us the majority of the time, wasn't just happening to us, y'all. One of his employees got meningitis oh, wow. two days before we were supposed to arrive, and he had to work all their shifts because it's a, you know, a small crew at this motel. Spellman's love Spellman's. Gwen, do we love Spellman's? We love <laughs> the Spellman's. <laughs> the best best, best hotel ever <laughs> yes. ever um but had, had all of that have went perfectly not only would we have not gotten all of that we might not have gotten our hands on what we have 
what I have here and what Gwen has with her, which is why we have this show tonight. Yeah, you have some very cool show and tell. And don't mind us. We're just sharing it out to different places. So if you see where it's down a little bit, that's what's going on. So, yeah. So what did you bring back with you? I see James Donito is in the house. He likes the new show name. But um, I know specifically because we just had him on Edge of the Rabbit Hole to talk about um, demons, demonology. And so, you know, he's a deacon in his church. So he's very interested in the show. He's down there. So and we enticed him well, to come on to uh, to watch. So what's what's up? OK, Gwen, I'm going to do mine. Then you do yours. Then we're going to talk about what I told you before. My other show. So there. if you show yours, she, she's going to show hers? Me and Gwen can <laughs> show you ours. Hi. Okay. Right here in my hands, worn and loved and used, is a Last Rites Bible from 1888, given at Dublin on November 23rd of that year last rites bible so that was used of course to give the last rites for uh somebody's death but didn't you say it was also well, used for other things this particular priest whose name was father morris Rowe, uh, he died in 1939 the same year gwen's father was born and this was his last rites bible but he was also sanctioned and trained by the Vatican to do exorcisms. So he's, this Bible has seen much. Okay. And it's heavy, and it has handwritten personal notes in it. Okay. So and that Bible has seen exorcisms. Yes. Wow. More than likely, this Bible has seen much. Granted, in the home where our objects were that were hidden. They were hidden in like a secret little cubby hole in this room and have been locked away for the last, what, 40, no, uh, 80 years or something since yeah. the guy died. Wow. Um, he died in 1939, so it's 80 years. Um, they had been hidden in this little compartment. Um, <clears throat> so was another Bible that was used specifically for other exorcisms. Another team has that, along with a doll that had her eyes glued shut that had what has been confirmed through testing actual bloodstained clothes. Oh my gosh. Now I cannot give the name of the team that has that. They were there before us. We do not have permission to do that. And I won't, I won't breach that trust. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't want to breach they that have trust. That. Gwen and I have these items. We also have a St. Martin de Porres. De, de Velasquez statue. Nice. Who has been beheaded. And there was a note, a small piece of a note that was encased inside of him. Oh, secret messages, okay. huh? Yes. This particular statue, which I hold with much reverence, even though I'm not Catholic, okay? Uh, St. Martin de Porres Velasquez, he was a Peruvian lay brother of the Dominican order. He was beatified by Pope Gregory the 16th in 1837, canonized by Pope John 23rd in 1962. He's the patron saint of mixed race, barbers, innkeepers, public health workers like this woman right here and like what Gwen was, 
and anyone who is looking for racial harmony. Wow. I think that is amazing. That's pretty amazing, definitely. Oh, that was a lot I of feedback. I also have <laughs> his bottle of holy water that has been in this this bottle closed up for 80 years. It's in a cubby hole. It actually has stuff floating in it. That's his holy water. Who knows where We don't want to know what's floating in there, do we? We're, it's never going to be opened. Yeah. Ever. Ever. We also have, and I'm going to, I, Gwen, I'm going to do these first, and I what? want you to hold yours up too, because okay. I'm, saving, I'm saving the last statue for last. Okay. Mike, I sent you pictures of these. You did, yes. Those, hang on. For those. Mine. Hang on. You I got, got yours? Yeah, hang on. They're rolled up in a velvet cloth. Hold on. Okay. For anybody who knows anything about this, James, you're going to love this. Yes. We have in our possession one, two, three, four, five, six. Gwen, how many do you have? Four? I have four. Because we one have set, yeah, two. And the two sets we split up. We split up. For because these, these are adults and children's obulus coins right here. Wow. These were placed on the eyes. I have five in this hand and one in this hand. Gwen has four total. These were placed on the eyes or in the mouth to pay your passage into the other world yes. at the time of your death. Yep. This one pay the ferryman. is from 1862. Wow. And just to show you all the size difference, and this is what really hit home with us being moms, this is the adult and this is the child's. Yeah, the child's quite a bit smaller. Yes. Yeah. So how did you guys, if, if they were put on the bodies, how did you guys get a hold of those? They're not buried with them. Mm -mm. Oh, They're not okay. buried with them. Okay. They were put on, yeah, they were taken out before burial. Okay. They're, uh, they're put on these, there during the ceremony? Yes. Okay. These are well worn. This yeah. one has almost no distinguishing marks. You can barely make out the head. They're pennies oh. and half pennies. Okay. And this all of them is completely smooth. Exactly. There's nothing on it. Mm -hmm. Yes, this one is from 1895. Where am I at? You need to go over a little bit more. <laughs> Other way. There you go. Right there. That one's from 1895. Wow. And you can see a little bit better on that one. Yeah. Um, these are. It's hard to explain what you feel when you hold something that has seen so much. I, I don't. I don't really know how how to put into words exactly how that feels to know that these lay on the eyes of adults and children alike in the belief that it would help them. Are you feeling any energy off of those? There is a lot. But here's the funny thing, and this is one thing I don't think Gwen and I could reconcile. Um, many things that came out of this priest's house um, seem to have the, the negative connotations, like the, the other Bible for the exorcisms and the doll with the blood. I have felt 
nothing but protective. Really? Since these items have been in my home. Interesting. Gwen, would you say the same? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've um, had a few things happen that should have went badly. And since we've been back in so far, thankfully, I've been okay. I was almost in a very, very nasty car pile up the other day. Mm. Yeah. And why I should have been hit three different times. And you, and you came out of that. And I came out of that. Granted, I pulled off the side of the road because I thought I was going to spew like a can of beer, but I made it. It's <laughs> you know? good. Yeah. So yeah. you think this somehow may have been protecting you? I there's no doubt in my mind. Okay. No doubt. No doubt in my mind because there's there's no reason why the way the situation was. There's no reason why I should have missed an impact coming at me from three different ways at the same time. Yeah. Show them your statue. This one was very interesting. We are going through customs. I have a backpack on me full of relics. <laughs> and they have to go through this backpack and pull out each item and look at it. And look at it. In and customs, right? In customs. Yes. customs. Yes. And they looked at Gwen's statue, which is the child of Prague. Also, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, what's with the not having the heads here? The interesting thing about this one right here, did some research on it. The Child of Prague, um, it's an old custom that these are used. They're placed uh, during the wedding day. They're placed outside to uh, for good weather. And supposedly, the heads are supposed to accidentally somehow come off, you know, not intentionally, mm. but accidentally. And it's supposed to be glued back on. Now where this one is, I have no idea. I don't know if this was maybe used for a wedding. I don't know if this was used in one of his exorcism cases. I have no idea, but I don't feel anything negative from no. it at all. Well, and that's the ironic part is the, st the two statues, you've only seen one that I have, the two statues that I have, both are without heads. They are not meant for good luck and to do something like that. Um, why these have no heads, I can only assume that. I have to, Gwen, uh, Gwen, on, on yours, I have to ask something. Yes. The dollar sign. The dollar sign, yeah. I, you know, the funny thing about that is, let me show everybody, whoop, which way am I about to go? There you go. Way. Yeah. Yeah. That it looks right like there. a dollar sign with three lines. It, does look like a dollar sign and it's and I, i'm glad you mentioned that because sometime back vanessa came to virginia and did an investigation with my team um at hollywood cemetery located in richmond virginia there were a lot of headstones that had the exact same sign on it and we can't figure out i've been trying to find out what it meant you know what what's going on with it but then when we went to ireland on our trip I saw it even more. Yeah. Hmm. So I have a sneaky suspicion there are a lot of Irish buried at Hollywood Cemetery because that's the only place, only other place I've really seen it. Interesting. So, Very well, could be. You know, we, we have a lot more research to do. We oh, really do because we've only been yeah. back a week. 
<laughs> we've only been back a week. Yeah. But like the statues that I have, they're not they're not meant they're meant to be, you know, religious idols in your home. Mm -hmm. There should be no reason to remove the heads ever. Um, right. Everything that I have looked up indicates that if this happens, that you're actually supposed to bury it or depending on what it's made out of, burn it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And yes. So and crazy glue isn't an option because if, no, if I'm a 10 year old and I knock the thing off the, the mantle yeah. and the head breaks off, I know that's, that's what I always did. <laughs> well, these are quite obviously these heads were destroyed on purpose. Okay. And like now, one, when I was talking about the weddings and all, it also says depending on their tradition, wherever you are over in Ireland and so forth, um, they also will take it and bury this statue. Mm -hmm for um to basically to protect the home mm -hmm. uh make sure nobody goes hungry make sure they don't have any wants unfulfilled so it's it was very versatile it was used for several different things mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of those type of traditions like burying a uh, a statue of saint joseph to try to sell your home and things like that there's mm -hmm. a lot of those mm -hmm. different types of yeah. traditions so um we have a question from fran molino uh, yes. She asked, do you feel the spirits of these objects meant you to take them? <laughs> uh -oh. Love <laughs> you, man. <Fran>. <laughs> wow. And if so, why do you think that is? Okay. Um, you know, Fran wins the question of the day. And I'm yeah, getting uh, Vanessa, Vanessa, before you get started, I just want to put in here so that they can appreciate the whole realm of this. When Vanessa and I were first approached about receiving these items, being entrusted with these items. Vanessa will tell you, I was very hesitant. I was extremely hesitant and understandably so. And it took a little bit of convincing from Vanessa, hey, there's a reasoning, you know, for this happening now. And yes. we just found out today what the reason was at about 5 30 this afternoon my time um, oh keep in mind y'all we got these the night before we left to spend our last day in dublin before we came home and i'm going to present you right now with saint philomena interesting you need to understand the importance of this one and the fact that this particular statue ended up in our hands let me let me refresh you saint philomena is a consecrated virgin she was martyred under the i think that is the drodician reign if i'm saying that correctly in 300 a.d she was found on may 24th or 25th in 1802 she was born january 10th 291 a.d in Corfu Island, Greece. She, uh, she died August, when I didn't tell you this, August 10th, August 10th, 304 AD in Rome, Italy. She was a patron saint, are you ready? Of children, youth, babies, infants, lost causes sterility and virgins wow for those who do not know mine and gwen's main purpose of going to ireland 
was to go to the mother and baby home in Tomb. Yep. Where 792 children were put into sewage tanks Mm. before they figured out we can sell them to Americans in illegal adoptions. These were the bond secure nuns of the Catholic Church that came from France and set up shop in Tomb, Ireland. Wow. Keep in mind, the Sisters of the Sacred Heart did the same thing to my ancestral home in Castle Pollard, Ireland. It was built by my ancestor. They bought that home and did essentially the same thing. What y'all need to understand, in 2013, a movie was made about the mother and baby homes in Ireland, and guess what it was called? Do tell. Oh, wow. Okay. Explain to me. Connections. Wow. Explain to me how in the world I was given a statue bearing the name of the movie that talks about or dealt with exactly what Gwen and I were going to Ireland to look into. Yeah. That's pretty well. Hey, we do have a comment from the chat that um, is an important note. This is from yes. Agatha Holmes. This is about Gwen's statue. So, and it, it explains it. Uh, this symbol, which looks like a dollar sign, is actually the letters I, H, and S superimposed over each other's. These represent the Greek letters Iota, the I, Eta, H, and Sigma, uh, which are the first three letters of Jesus in Greek. That's very interesting. Thank you very much. That's important. Thank you. (laughs) I have been ear deep finding stuff. And, you know, when you when you're researching stuff on the Internet, you have to be very careful what sources you're using to make sure they're legitimate. And there were so many sources. I'm like, oh, well, maybe this is it. And then they go babbling off about something else. Come to find out they want you to buy something. And I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) So it's actually a huge relief. To get some type of an answer. Thank oh, you absolutely. so much. Well, and Gwen, <laughs> I got another one for you. I didn't tell you today. You know, I'm on, you, you and I need to talk. <laughs> I know, right? So thank you, Agatha. Yes. yes thank, thank you very, so much. very much. Um, Gwen, do you remember when me, you, and Mick were in the car and we were heading to our last location? This mm-hmm. is before we got the relics. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's actually, hang on a second. That's actually B3 Airspace. Oh, thank you. <laughs> she says yeah. she was a morgue worker. So, okay. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Um, okay. So, do you remember when we were in the car and Mick was driving and I kept talking to him about symbols, that I kept seeing symbols and I didn't understand what they were for? On the tomb that encased St. Philomena. Yes. It was found 1,500 years after her burial by the way, there was three words, three symbols carved into this. One was an arrow pointing one way for, uh, it says Lumina, which meant Philomena. Mm -hmm. One was an anchor, like on her statue. The other was another arrow pointing down and it translates to peace with you, Philomena. Oh. oh, wow. Huh. Very cool. I kept talking to Gwen and Mick about the etched 
about they were they were carved these symbols were carved and i couldn't figure out what they were and that was about four hours before we got these relics okay oh wow huh very interesting hey, yeah we, right we have a uh another question in the chat and get to real quick here this is from uh kaylee joe and shauna has been shenanigating the chat over here <laughs> while we're live so she might be quiet but she is very active down there in the chat so um apologies to those watching the later video she's not purposely being quiet she is she's shenanigating <laughs> but uh the question of kaylee and we can do this for for all of us because it's specifically where is hrm hunter road media hunting next but we can we can all do it um so i guess we're going to be at the egyptian theater uh, this Friday Ooh. up in um, DeKalb, Illinois for the Spook Show Con. So, you guys? Uh, we're knee-deep in evidence. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're going to be haunting our couches for quite some time now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm on the verge of possession, but thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. Um, I do have something interesting that I just saw here in the chat. Yeah. Um, let me find it. Where was it at? Um, oh, good gravy. Damn, they're going so stinking fast. The IHS, which is what they were talking about, um, it says that it was first introduced, was introduced in Ireland. When are you ready? 1780. Get out of here. Approximately the same time <laughs> the house was built, built that we were invited to tour and then interviewed the man later. We we investigated, well, not investigated. We toured the oldest house in Belladrine, Ireland. Uh, he just pulled us in off the streets. Oh, wow. And then we got to go in and interview him for over an hour the next day. And wow. that okay. is approximately when his house was built. Oh, man. Uh, Kathy, Kathy Siliento is saying, they say uh, St. Philomena was scourged, drowned with an anchor attached to her, and shot with arrows. Wow. Quite possibly. She was, she was martyred. Yeah. She yeah. was martyred. So um, I, I feel unbelievably blessed because to me, every doubt that I haven't voiced every fear that I haven't made public, every everything that that might make me wonder, holy crap, what did we get ourselves into? Did we do this right? Is it, is, was it meant to be? All of that went away at approximately 5.30 this afternoon when I found that out. Yeah. 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 I don't think you can get better confirmation that you did the right thing, that you were on the right track. Yeah, I don't think it's it definitely sounds like you were for sure. If that's not divine intervention, I don't freaking know what is. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely isn't a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. No, um, and honestly, if we if we did believe in coincidences, we would be the queens of coincidence. For this I like trip. to refer to everything as a synchronicities. Yes, you know, not so much a coincidence. No, uh, it's kind of the the universe coming together. Yeah. Yeah. Tight, yeah. And it's like the synchronicities are there, and a lot of times we don't realize it until we get further into whatever it is we're investigating, and then you have that aha moment, and 
it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. You know? Meanwhile, our guardian angel is sitting somewhere going. Exactly right. <laughs> well, and it just, it, to me, it just goes to prove that not only were Gwen and I meant to do this trip, we were meant to take these items. And Diane Hilbert is asking, um, you know, why would they chop the heads off the statues? Keep in mind, Diane, that this particular priest um, did perform exorcisms. He he dealt with a lot of things that other that you know others might shy away from, um, it, it, which is my understanding as Gwen's understanding of, of who he was as a person. He actually immigrated from Ireland to Michigan and was actually a priest in Michigan. So these could have actually been in Michigan in the late 1800s, early 1900s, and then traveled back with him to his home in Ireland where he eventually passed away, but not before hiding them strategically. Interesting. So these could be very well-traveled items. Yes. They were only found because somebody bought his house and the house next to it, and they were going to join them to be Hmm. one house. And so they redid, they started working on the, on the other house first, just got to this house not that long ago. And that's how these were found. I mean, there were cubby holes. His room was shut up for decades. And so they have been locked away, not visible, not, not out in the open. They, they were locked away, not just by a door, but inside cubby holes. Okay. So he meant, I feel, I, Gwen and I talked about this, and I, I, I'm going to, I'm really jumping down what we would call the rabbit hole here. But Mike, I, I feel like he foresaw us coming there. I really do. I wouldn't doubt it. These were meant for us. And uh, my son and I have already talked about it. These will be in my will, they will be passed down to my son. Nice. As nice. will Gwen's with hers. These yep. will not rest in anybody else's hands. Good. And we also want to reiterate that um, before we start receiving any messages about anything, we're showing these things because we felt like that's why we were entrusted with them. They've got a story behind them. It's good to get the story out, let people realize the traditions and and the significance of these items. Um, I also want to add that, um, again, like Vanessa said, they're not for sale. They will never be for sale. My daughter will obtain these items upon my passing um, to continue our work that we're doing now, most likely. I I think that's the path she's slowly going over to. And the child um, coins that we have for the eyes or whatnot, um, it was one set of childs, I think, Vanessa? Um, There were, I believe, two sets. Two sets. Okay. Yes, we took one of the sets because for some reason on the way back from Ireland, I was discussing it with Vanessa and I said, for some reason, I feel like we need to take at least one of the child sets, maybe one of the adult sets, but definitely one of the child sets and we need to separate them. Yes. And the reason for that, some people are like, oh, well, that's terrible. No, let me tell you why. I had this nagging gut feeling that it needed to be done because should somebody try to obtain them it's going to be kind of hard to do when one's with her the other one's with me absolutely because they're going to want the set right yes you know 
because yes, there are there there is much energy attached to every single one of these items. Oh, yes. And I just don't feel threatened by it. No, don't no, no. Protected and protective of it. Yeah. So Tammy and, Heitzman yeah. is asking why the room was shut away. In those items tucked away like that. Well, I mean, that is a long time for a yes. room in a house to, to be yeah. shut away like that and nobody ever going in there. I mean, if I own well, the place. The it, it sounds weird for here. It's really not for Ireland. Why? I can't tell you how many homes we drove past that are boarded up, that are nobody lives in them, nobody goes to them. Nobody does anything. They're just there. And these were so well hidden that even if had anyone went in, a vagrant, anybody else, had they have went into it, unless they planned on refurbishing the whole house or, or uh, what do you call that uh, when you go renovate. in? Uh, renovate. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't channel my inner Chip and Joanna. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unless they were going to go in and renovate, they would have never found them. Well, and I and I guess that's a, a, another thing too is that you know it's, a place sits like that for that long. Usually, you know, kids are breaking in and having a party. You know, why wouldn't they would have never found them? The only thing I can figure. Well, out even the room. I mean, they would never have found yeah. an entire room. Well, the the, the only thing I can hmm. figure is. Um, in these little small rural areas throughout Ireland, such as where this was located, um, you know, you have your um, stories and stuff that's passed down. So I'm thinking that it was probably a fear factor. Uh -huh. If we go in there and disturb <laughs> these things, it's not going to be good because the people over there, whether they're spiritual or religious, magnificent group of people, may I add. But they are very true to their beliefs. Absolutely. Break, break into the priest's room and you're going to hell. Something like yeah, that. They Pretty much. Not push the envelope at all. So, yeah. Hey, Vanessa, Thomas asking if you can show the Bible it. again. All right. So you saw it. <laughs> cool. Are you able to? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So and, and and what we'll do is um, for the upload version back onto uh, YouTube because we'll eventually do that is Vanessa will shoot me some photos and we'll superimpose those onto here and then you have some bigger photos of all that too. So this actually has in it um, listed in it as well um, all of the names of the different people that were I, I believe part of this uh, parish. If I'm looking at this correctly. Um, one page has been ripped off, which could have something to do with the uh, piece of paper that I found uh, in the in my uh, St. Martin statue. Okay. Um, and here, uh, this is interesting. It's written right above the top of the book of Genesis. It says, interestingly, in here are two accounts of creation. That is handwritten. <laughs> Interesting. It's handwritten in very small <laughs> the, letters. The priest is picking uh, up on some discrepancies in the Bible. Uh -huh. Well, this <laughs> I don't know if you can see this, but I'm nice. going to hold this up. Can y'all see the handwritten? You can see there's note? something handwritten there. I can't see it yeah. clearly, but yeah, yeah I can see there's something there. 
Oh, yeah. Genesis simply tells that there is a God and that he is Lord and creator of afterlife, the afterlife. Wow. Yes. Shauna just yeah. raised an eyebrow over here. Yeah. Do comment, but, please. But that is handwritten. That makes you wonder, why was it handwritten? There are other handwritten notes in this Bible from 1888. Ask yourself why. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. It is. So we are very, I can't say we're proud of these objects. We're humbled by them. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we're pagan. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, go figure that. That, out. that was the kicker. But yeah. being that Vanessa mentioned that, I'm going to let them know about what the individual said that I spoke with about the coins. Because I was very perplexed, I guess you can say. Because um, back in that time, if you hadn't been baptized, you were not buried on holy ground. Mm -hmm. Didn't even matter if you were a child. Exactly. You're going. You know, if you yeah. died an hour after birth, you weren't buried on consecrated ground. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, with that said, when we were handed these coins and I was researching the coins, I said, well, what is a Catholic priest doing with these river stick coins? <laughs> because if you go, bless you, Bella. Sorry, that was my dog. Um, so if you <laughs> if you do the research on it, um, it started back with Greek mythology. Yeah, you got to pay the ferryman. Yep. It goes all the way back to paganism. Um, I reached out to an individual. I will not name drop because they want to remain. Uh, That's fine. Anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. Well, not really. She she didn't really say anonymous, but she went neutral. And uh, she, um, I reached out to her. She is a Liberty graduate over here in Virginia. Um, so she had to study all sorts of different faiths, religions. I mean, she had to go through the whole spill. And what came out of her mouth actually made me appreciate people who are honest in their faith. What she said was she really couldn't figure it out either. It was probably more of a cultural thing. And which further research is showing that's probably it. Um, but she said something that was very, very important. And, uh, I think Shauna's going to get a kick out of this. Uh -oh. She said, any Christian worth their weight will admit that traditions were adopted from paganism. <laughs> Came out of her mouth. It's a true story. And Vanessa knows who this person is. And she is very cemented in her faith. Um, she follows it the best that she can. She admits that she, you know, makes mistakes. She sinned. She's not um, hypocritical. She's not judgmental. She tries to be real about it. She looks at the bigger picture. She will tell you in a heartbeat, you know, that, you know, the, the Lord is her savior and this, this is what she believes, which is fine. But to hear her say that, I was like, dude, you should have told me to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really refreshing. So this trip has been amazing on all sorts of aspects. Um, when I told this individual what we had in our possession, 
on the other end of the phone was really quiet. And I was like, um, are you there? And all I hear is, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> so, yeah, she's she was pretty blown away with it, too. Um, I have to address this real quick. Uh, Tom McNicholas just messaged me. Love you, Tom. Um, asking if we can talk about the attachments. Um, I have to be very honest. I, I don't know if he's talking about the attachments we had there. And if and if he is, watch the documentary, baby. Uh, <laughs> but if he's talking about um, the attachments to these, um, I I have to admit, I what I feel when I touch these, can I see certain things and can I feel certain things that that they were a part of? Yes. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to sensationalize it. I, I don't want to show any disrespect to Father Rowe um, I, or any disrespect to anybody that that had the coins on them. I just, I, I, right. I'm not comfortable. Yeah, we were entrusted with these for a reason. So we're just going to take that and roll with it. Yeah, just just understand that for whatever reason that that we can't really say he felt that these should be preserved and i think it's important regardless of what your faith is whether you're pagan catholic lutheran baptist pentecostal uh you know whatever that you know about this and be inspired by how much he cared about these items and that he did he did whatever it took to keep them safe until they could land in somebody else's hands to take care of them. Yeah. And, and to, appreciate, yeah, to, to appreciate this type of history because it's all of our history. It's human history. Exactly. You know, we need to keep these things in mind, show respect and appreciate them. Just because you don't agree with something doesn't mean you have to sit there and turn your nose up to it. Educate yourself. Mm -hmm. Ask questions. I will absolutely cherish these items. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's all part of what happened. It's all part of history. Yes. So you whether you what? whether you agree with what's yep. behind it or not, it is something that happened. Good, bad, or indifferent, yep. it happened. It was there. You know, if something comes up and you want to discuss it, you you know you can discuss it. Discuss it like rational human beings. Don't be finger pointing. Don't be bashing anybody's beliefs. That's not what this is about. This is about us learning this is about taking things that we learned over there and sharing it with everybody else that wants to listen well and and let's go totally totally off the board here and and just reiterate what we what we've already said is that how crazy is it that two pagan women could go to ireland to tell a story to 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 hear other people's stories and to document them and to tell them mm -hmm. and essentially find out upon their return that a priest not of their faith has these objects that are directly connected to what we're to what we were over there doing yeah. mm -hmm. uh, that's two totally different religions two totally different faiths coming together to educate the masses that's fucking beautiful yeah. yep. so Justin Brown has uh, some commentary down in the chat it says in order to integrate Christianity into pagan cultures you know like they did with Halloween and stuff like that they had to borrow a lot of pagan traditions holidays and supernatural entities 
This made their attempt to conquer or convert pagans easier. The authors of the Bible obviously borrowed things and motifs from many cultures that came before the Bible. That's how literature works. And yeah, you know, when you look at, you know, and I've mentioned this before on one of the uh, previous shows is that you look at like Abraham, who's supposed to be like the, you know, the father of, you know, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, all that. He's supposed to be the big dude. He was a Sumerian. He came out of the city of Ur. So all his beliefs were from those, what we would call pagan religions. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And that's what the Bible's based off of. So, yeah. Well, and you also have to realize that during the spread of Christianity, they couldn't, they couldn't reach the pagans in any other way. Right. They couldn't tax the pagans like they were doing everybody else. Because essentially that's kind of what it was for, was to bring in money to tax tax people you can't tax people that don't have any there was a question from earlier from robert Hanna. Uh, he was wondering uh-huh. if you guys investigated any castles while you were there uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the evil laughs maniacal laughs um, yes we did ish ish depends on what you call a castle this okay. was a castle <laughs> yeah um, we're, we're just going to call it a really big fucking house. How about that? <laughs> okay. Um, it's like a mansion. Uh, yeah, okay. it was, it was different. Here's the thing with hidden gems. What Gwen and I were, were setting out to do was not to do your typical, Hey, I'm going to go to Ireland. I'm going to check out all of the, the stuff that everybody else has been to. Uh, we did not do that. Okay. We did not do that. Um, so it's nothing that y'all probably seen on a show, one of the TV shows before. Oh, so you didn't you didn't spend a week at Lep Castle? No, I've been to Lep. It's fine. Um, I've been now. <laughs> granted, the, the the upstairs did not care for me. Okay. Um, and I I actually have photographic evidence of what it, uh, of stuff there, which yeah that that was crazy. But um, but let's. When you just touched on something, we got to touch on it. Okay, we can't walk away from it. So, we went to Cave of the Cats, which is Cave of the Morrigan. You just could not let this go. I could not let it go. Okay, so, just to let y'all know, me, Susie, and Gwen all went down into the earth in this cave. My little chubby ass squeezed down. That little, that little bitty rocky tube, slippy, slidey, funky rocks everywhere kind of thing. Gwen got her little bitty tushy down there, as did Susie, and we were covered in mud. With my pinched nerve acting up, by the way, but I still did it. And cameras on our bodies, plus containers to carry some of the clay. I will have you know that a particular... TV personality that wears way too much gel in their hair. Um, I have no idea who she's talking about. Yeah. Way too much. Oh, no, you yeah. didn't. It's like, a, it's like a fucking helmet, okay? Wait a minute. Didn't yeah. didn't he age your slide down in there? Oh, girl. 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 I'm boom. You. Boom. Boom. Talking okay. to you, Zach. Okay. Yeah. According to, according to the locals, he had them line 
the entire entrance all the way down with plastic. Yep. Oh my God. And then wore a plastic suit in yes. there. You want to piss off a goddess? You can <laughs> her gift. Because I'm telling you what, what y'all don't know is five minutes after getting off the bus in Bella Dream, my happy ass nosedive. Okay? <laughs> flat on my face. <laughs> I busted up both my knees. Okay? I could barely walk. I'm hobbling like a like a potato with two sticks sticking out of it. You know, because of my big old three times too big sweatshirt. I look like a fucking redheaded potato with white legs. <laughs> bloody. And so we're hobbling down to Spellman's. We go to Cave of the Morgan the next day, Cave of the Cat. I take the clay that is in that cave and I rub it all over my bruised and bloodied knees. Mm-hmm. Next morning, perfect. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Gone. Y'all saw the picture. I wasn't lying. I had I had blood. All yeah, I you're off pretty cut up. Yeah, I am I, a, a ballerina. I am not. When she does it, she does it right. I do. I, when I face plant, I'm all about getting it right. Okay. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> ten on the face plant, huh? You know, hey, mad skills, this chick right here. But it did just like that. Mm-hmm. When you're being blessed enough and given the opportunity to do something like that, you do not shun it. You yeah. do not insult it. You don't do that. The and you don't go in there assuming you're Yeah. You don't go in there assuming, okay, is it's gonna be a demon in here? <laughs> Shut the fuck up with that. For heaven's sake. It's kinda like even Vanessa will tell you. It's kinda like when we would go and visit the cathedrals and stuff. Vanessa, what did I do with my pentacle? My what did I do? Oh, put it inside your shirt. Just out of general Just respect. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. respect. Yes. Okay. This is a word that certain individuals are lacking in their vocabulary. Yes. I might say fuck a lot, but I got a shit ton of respect in me for yeah. whomever I'm dealing with or wherever I'm going. And that y'all, if y'all had any idea how claustrophobic I am, it, you can ask Gwen. It took everything I had. But you still did it and you but did it, you did did it. it accordingly. Yes, I did it. I almost left my shoes in it. <laughs> I was stuck. She was stuck. Was you got stuck. stuck. Uh-oh. Yes. See, Gwen was wearing boots. Oh, bite me. <laughs> but it was, it was such an unbelievable blessing. And what people, what you can't see unless you're in there. And we, we tried to get pictures of it, but it's just not the same is. Yeah. When you're in there and you turn off your lights, there is nothing darker. You have you yeah. can't see anything. Yeah, there's absolutely zero source of light. Yeah, zero yeah. source of light. However, if you look up, it's like a blanket of stars. Really? Yeah. You're underground, and it's a blanket of stars. Wow. It is the most, and it's not crystals. It's not, you can, here's a weird thing. 
you can run your hand along the wall or the ceiling of it if you could reach part of it and wipe them away hmm. but it's a blanket of stars it is the craziest most bizarre most beautiful most wonderful thing you've ever seen wow that's wild and first Susie got down in there then I got down in there I'm about three or four feet away from her Gwen gets down there she's about three or four feet away from me Susie and I were down there a good five to seven minutes before Gwen got there just because Gwen I had the camera equipment oh yeah well no but it's just how it takes to get yeah. down there because Susie got down there before I did yeah here's the thing not one drop of water not one sound nothing until all three of us were there standing in a line three to four feet apart each every single one of us heard it at the same time all of a sudden it started dripping and it was it was dripping on us mm -hmm. directly on us and it felt like a blessing yep Wow. It was there was nothing until all three of us were in there. Again, y'all, completely underground. This is coming from above us. Yeah. Wow, that's really really wild. It it's was amazing an experience that I would not trade for anything, and I'm so glad to have the opportunity to even be able to do such a thing. Um, it was beautiful. It was. I mean, I, I plan on going back again. We're planning on going back again to it. Uh, we made the comment before we start any investigations over that way. We need to go to because it felt like we got that blanket of protection. Oh, yes. The rest of the week, just even with the obstacles, it was almost like that's okay. You know, and something else would develop. So. Oh, yeah. We never lost our cool, never got upset. Nothing, nothing, because the entire trip was a blessing. And That's great. I actually, I actually feel like we were, we were kind of other people's blessings. Yeah. Well, we, were, we were being chased down <laughs> to to get interviews. True story. You mentioned there that, is, yeah. Yeah, there is nothing stranger than being in a town you don't know anyone in. And hearing your name being screamed. Yeah. Actually, it kind of freaked me out. My cop mode went to kick in because I kept, Vanessa! And I turn around and I'm like shoving Vanessa behind me. Like, <laughs> You're going to protect her. I'm like, who is this yelling at you? And then dude man came up and gave us some information, which we're going to follow up on later on. Cool. Yeah. We found out that there was so much, so many people we still need to talk to. Oh, yeah. So it's it's going to be an ongoing thing. Yeah, it sounds like you guys just kind of touched the tip of the iceberg there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We were we were interviewing people on buses. Oh yeah. Yeah, and all we had to do was tell them who we were. They googled us and they were like, "Let's talk." As wow. soon as they yeah, as soon as they saw, they would Google us, look at what we were doing, what we were about. We told them why we were there. It was like as soon as they saw what our intentions were, that we weren't some crazy ass Americans <coughs> coming over for a TV show. Um, <laughs> they, um, they were very welcoming and they were very open Good. and we got different viewpoints. It's not all about paranormal. I mean, granted, no, not it, always. It, was good, it was a good part of it, but we learned a lot about their history mm -hmm. and we got everybody's viewpoints, not 
it's not like you see it on TV. Not everybody over there believes in these Irish ghosts and all that. You got different viewpoints, and that was the beauty of it. The beauty of it. We've got. We were so privileged to meet one lady in particular. Oh, but hold it! Before you do it, we gotta say how. We gotta say how we met her. Okay, I gotta do this one. Go for it. Go for it. Okay, me and Gwen finish our interview with the gentleman that has the oldest house in town. We go up to St. Nathy's, and we're looking around, and a gentleman comes out, and he's he's leaving, and he just stops to talk to us, and. he says, well, you know, you can go in and look at the property. That's okay. You just can't go inside because it's closed. Um, and he's talking to us more and he's asking us what we're doing. We tell him. He says, well, here, this is somebody you need to speak with. Writes down her name and personal phone number. Yeah. Stranger. stranger to us. Gives it to us. We go and we, we're taking photos and everything. And, and we may or may not have contacted her. We don't know at that point. We go and do more walking, uh, do more um, video and pictures and everything. We come down the alley behind the main street to just check out a different part of town. Uh, some uh, some guys in that alley asked us what we're doing. And uh, we told him, he says, he says, well, go get your other stuff, come back, do interviews. And my, my bar is haunted. Okay. We go, we get the camel, we come back to the bar. This is when I threatened to kick about six guys' asses and Gwen almost took off the guys' penis. Um, and... We, we leave the bar because they were a bunch of fucktards. Yes. We get chased out of the bar by somebody. And he's like, please, please do not take this out on the town. What you're doing is wonderful. Do not do that. I have someone for you to speak with. And uh, we said, who? And he said a first name. And Gwen and I looked at each other. And we said, is her last name? And then we gave it to him. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, it's my aunt. Oh, cool. Takes us directly to her. Yep. We meet her. She says, I've, I've made dinner. I got to feed the family. Can I meet you tomorrow at Durkin's? She met us the next day for an interview. Synchronicity, folks. Yep. Synchronicity. Not once, but twice in the span of an hour, we were taken to the same woman. And That's such awesome. A lovely, lovely woman. She even gave us personal items of hers a picture of her boys when they were little oh wow we were just going to look at them and she's like oh no 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 take it with you once she realized what we were there and what we were doing she's like the guardian of the town i guess Ah, okay matriarch yes and as soon as she got the feel for us i mean she uh uh, if i remember correctly excuse me she's a, a devout catholic yes she saw my jewelry and stuff and you know we told her we we were all on the table, completely honest with her, because I want to give her that option if she wants to still speak with us right, or not. Yeah. Um, she knew we were pagan. She never chastised us. She never judged us. Good. She was loving and welcoming. And she was just, oh, some of the personal stories she shared. One, I'm not going to go into detail, but one really got to us. I, I really thought we were going to need a box of Kleenex. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She but, was amazing. She was amazing. Beautiful. Everybody was beautiful. Everybody was the 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 entire crew at Spellman's. Y'all, I can't wait for y'all to see it. I can't so, wait. So, so when can we expect it out? We're getting down toward the end of the show here. Okay. The end of our um, hour mark. But when can we expect this? First episode should be what second week of October, Gwen. 
That's what I'm shooting for is the second week of October. I have some footage that I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on so I can kind of start putting everything together. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at anywhere between eight to 10 episodes. Cool. Um, so how long are yeah. the episodes going to be an hour or half about hour? An hour. An hour? Yeah, okay. I'm thinking an hour. Some might be a little bit over an hour, but not much. Okay. Um, but there's some questionable footage. I need to make sure my eyes aren't playing tricks on me. Put it okay. that way. So I'm running them through different programs, layer by layer, you know, all that lovely debunking stuff that yeah. takes forever and a day to do. <laughs> That's going to be good. Cool. Yes. So we look forward to that in October. Cool. All right. So, yeah, we're over an hour. So thank you guys very much for coming on and sharing everything, showing us the relics. Uh, it's been absolutely fantastic. Thank, thank you. you so much we appreciate the opportunity definitely this is a great setup i do like it (laughs) it works for you yeah Yeah. cool especially now that i got my camera turned around the way it's supposed to be right yeah that works works. (laughs) (laughs) shauna any final words before we do the shout outs when is haunted road live investigations per fran molino I, uh, whenever we do another live know. investigation. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done a live investigation for a while on the channel. Maybe we'll try Friday if there's any signal. If we get a signal, we could try. We could try. So, all right. So we'll, we'll shoot for that. Um, and Tim Schoen. Okay, so here we go. Do it. Here we go. This episode of Beyond the Shadows is brought to you by 100 Road Roast. It helps you hunt ghosts. Love it. <laughs> That's the old one. This is the new one. There's the new one. So, all right. So, um, yeah. Thank you guys very much. Check us out. Spook Show Con this coming weekend in DeKalb, Illinois. And, um, okay, shout outs. So, let's see. Yeah, Tim Schoen was down there. already got him. So, let's see. Holly Pindlin, thanks for joining us. Uh, Terry Tormino, that's Chipper Terry. So, Robert Hanna's down there. Katie Birdie, thank you for joining us. Uh, is that... That's it's Kaylee. Kaylee. That's Kaylee. I love so, you. Thank you, Kaylee. Uh, Melanie Baggy, uh, thank you very much. Friend, but I think I already got friendly. Well, thank you, friend. Um, this is kind of scrolling weird. Kathy Ciliento, thanks for joining us. And is that going to be it? Diane Hilbert, Hot of Road Media's Fairy Queen. Genevieve Rogue, thanks for joining us again tonight. And I think that's it because that's as far up as I can scroll. Tom McNicholas is in the house. Yes, and he's uh, threw the link down there. Spook Show Con. Uh, Stacy Comiskey, thank you as well. And I think that's going to be it. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us this evening. Had an absolutely Woo. fantastic time, ladies. <laughs> thank great. you. We enjoyed thank it. Thank you. <laughs> Have a great night. Till next time. Thank you too. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. Bye bye.